Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and this is the Weekend Edition, where we normally interview people from the world of real estate investing. But there is so much going on in the news today that we're going to do a special edition of the Weekend Edition. But first, on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, we hold AMA episodes. These are Ask Me Anything. If you've got a great question that you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in, and I'll be happy to answer it on the air. Send your question to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. We are back. Today, we're talking about a major shift that we're starting to see in a number of overheated seller's markets, where multiple offers and bidding wars have been the norm for some time. Bloomberg News reported earlier this week a flattening within markets that had previously experienced extreme inventory shortages and very short sales cycles. Market reports from several sources show that sales volume slowed in June for the third straight month. June saw the first decline in new home sales, dropping 1% compared with the same period last year as measured across the 20 largest major markets in the U.S. Higher interest rates are cited as the major driver for this change. Some of the most expensive markets, where sales are falling under the weight of prices, are now starting to see substantial increases of supply. We're talking about cities like San Jose, California, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, San Jose, California, inventory was up 12% in June from a year earlier, rose 24% in Seattle, and 32% in Portland, Oregon. Now, these big jumps are from low numbers, so the housing crunch isn't over yet, but still, it is a significant increase in inventory. Homes that would have sold in under four days earlier this year are now sitting on the market for 30 days or more. Let's be clear, there still is a housing shortage, but the market is starting to look a bit more like a balanced market than a seller's market. This is something that real estate investors need to pay attention to. Time and again, over-exuberant investors make investment decisions assuming that bidding wars, multiple offers, and massive profits are normal and expected. And they are neither. A seller's market represents a temporary windfall for a few who are lucky enough to time the market. But remember, this is luck at play. Luck is not sustainable, nor is it reproducible. It's like the gambler who experiences a winning streak at the casino. The gambler did not outsmart the roulette wheel. It just doesn't happen. They don't have a magic touch. They're not smarter than the rest. Eventually, the casino will show the gambler who's the boss. I remember back to my days in technology when so many technology startups attracted huge valuations in the period from 1997 to 1999. Those were the good old dot-com days. And some of those who cashed out took their profits and became venture capitalists. They thought they were a lot smarter than they truly were, simply because they got lucky and made a ton of money. We saw it again in the housing market in 2005 and 2006. People who generated huge profits in real estate in those years had a swagger and believed themselves to be invincible. I personally know several who were subsequently wiped out in 2008. The gambler who goes to the casino and wins is no smarter and no different than the gambler who goes to the casino and loses. That's the difference between gambling and investing. It's vitally important not to confuse the two. In the ebb and flow of market cycles, there will be periods of winning streaks, periods when the market goes sideways, and periods when the market pulls back a little bit. When that happens, you can be the beneficiary or not, but you're not a better investor. The market decides what the market decides. What makes you a better investor is the investment choices that you make. Where you are truly a smart investor 
or where you make money without relying on the market to have a hot winning streak. If you create 30% margin in a year by creating value through forced appreciation, that's something you control. You could turn around and sell that property as soon as you've got it completed or refinance it and realize the value that was the direct result of your work and your choices all within a very short time period. That's not gambling. That's value creation. Real estate investment businesses are just that. They're businesses. The idea that you can operate a passive business and collect mailbox money is an absolute myth. Businesses are active. Now, you can put your capital work and be an investor in an active business, and at that point, you are taking on a passive role within an active business. So then, it is truly passive, but the business is active. I don't believe that passive businesses truly exist. That's the myth. So now is the time to be extremely cautious in the marketplace. Place your bets very carefully. The market is starting to turn. Whether it's going to be a simple flattening of the market or whether we're going to face a downturn is too early to tell, but you want to be very, very cautious. Don't assume that the current prevailing market conditions are going to continue in the long term. We are already seeing the changes. So in the meantime, as you're evaluating opportunities, be patient. Maybe it'll be a better opportunity in a week, a month, or maybe three months. Have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.